And here we are. What's up, everybody? On this early morning session, my name is Marcus Griffin. You listen to Confessions from an Attic with my beautiful co-host, Lily. Good morning to you, Miss Lily. <laughs> I love the laughter. I feel There's like no better way to start your day but to laugh. <laughs> I feel like you're the only person that, like, not only do I like have to be okay with you just not knowing how to say my name, because I know it's more of a stubborn thing. <laughs> like, it so. is, and it's so programmed. But it's interesting because with you, it's Lily. With others, it's Lily. Well, I want you to know. You are talking to others. Like right now you're talking to me. But, but, like, it's all, but I'm saying like when I join like uh, the oh, I know, but like the lives. You yeah. were like, I don't know why I'm saying Lily right now. <laughs> yeah, it just rolls off. And then with you, it's Lily. I don't, I, I, I just yeah. want it so bad to be Lily. <laughs> you just like being a dick. No, it's not even that. Not even on this level. Because I'm in a, a positive enlightened mood this morning mm -hmm. like so i'm reading um up on puberty and whatnot in my uh child development class right and it was talking about factors that enhances and and hastens puberty so stress hastens puberty your diet hastens puberty so i was just like Holy shit. What freaked me out is divorce can cause puberty to come quicker in your daughters. So I'm just, I'm trying to give y'all something here, you know, where you're like, damn, okay, we got to keep our kids, like, we got to keep our kids stress-free, you know, make sure we got a proper diet and hopefully they don't get, get puberty to like 13 or 14, you know, just give us some time. Because I know I, it's a huh? crazy chemical. It is. You know? And I'm, I'm writing them down. It's leptin. So cortisol uh, kind of is the one, I guess, hormone or, or whatever is in our system. And that's what's just so when you when you hear all these like inherited drugs that are within us that we get to activate that we don't know we activate, you know, it's like mm -hmm. you really go, OK, we really are our best high and we really are just in a sense, these chemicals, and that's why you get this whole, you know, this atomic relationship with the universe, if that makes sense. This this yeah. gravitational pull to whatever it is that your purpose is. And I don't even know if I'm making any sense, but it yeah. when you speak on other levels, maybe it, it's not supposed to make sense, you know? Well, if you're using the chemicals of the universe, we all are made of the same thing. And if we're going to say what chemical I feel like me and you relate to the most, I would say it would be dopamine. Definitely. Which well, I, I feel like, I feel like that would lead perfectly into our topic for today. Um, because I think dopamine is probably part of a big problem in our topic. Oh, I used a lot of dopamine, dopamine this weekend, or a lot of dopamine oh, yeah. was being excreted from me as I, I gambled. 
as I as my Vegas trip. Just it's the uh, is it buyer's remorse? <laughs> I think it's buyer's it, remorse. Where it it's like I'm never doing this or, again. Or gambler's regret. Same, same. That's how. But that's how, where I was like, I'm just never. I'm. I never want to do this again. And as you think in the never doing this again, for me, it, 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 um, it kind of, uh, the word I'm looking for. See, this is what happens when you read a lot. In my opinion, you read and then you're like, I know I have something better than it makes me not want to do it. It, everything makes me want to change everything. You know, like you want to look for a certain word. You know. I have definitely, I have definitely paused and I was like, I'm looking for the right word because I know there is one and it escapes me right now. Well, it's like, it's just, it's with everything now, like where it goes, it goes, I'm not going to gamble anymore. Then you go, okay, let's take it a step further. And you know what? I'm not going to cuss anymore. And you know what? I'm going to not drink. No, you have, like, I want to do all these things that wouldn't take, that will, go ahead and go, I do not want to be this person anymore. And so, you know, as I talk to the addicts, I'm like, I know we, just like they say, one day at a time. And it has to be one, in a sense, one change at a time. Yeah. You know? And I'm big on, like, the progression of, because some people, they look for you to stop doing something. And I'm like, okay, that's unrealistic. I'm more on the odds of things i more look at things like okay i masturbated once a day and i didn't do it for the next three okay i'm clearing my mind a little you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i had the one drink but it didn't turn to five that's a next that's a step in the right night right direction so i have the wing it off type behavior or Winging just myself you know, kind of practicing moderation yeah but i eventually want to do away with it Mm-hmm. You know, like here, right. moderation is, until it's elimination. Well, it is crazy what gets activated in us that dopamine, that the conscience doesn't. The conscience doesn't at some point stop the dopamine, you know? And mm-hmm. it's interesting, like they were saying, there's this one, uh, story in this book where like you know you have in the in what I'm reading there's a story where this boy and his best friends were spending the night at their house and they snuck out to see a, a girl well in the sneaking out to see the girl you know nowadays you know before you could like little house in the pretty days you didn't have to sneak out you just walk in the house it was open the screen didn't have one you know what I'm saying and, but no I were, don't know what you're saying because little house on the prairie days Everybody was in like the same room, so I feel like it would have been way harder to like sneak into. Like they didn't have bedrooms like that; they had like lofts. I think sex would have been accidental. I thought you were Cindy the whole time. I don't know what the girl's name is, but um, I think it was Laura. Laura, but I don't remember her sister's name. The worst episode was when the the, the sister got blind. I didn't like yeah. that at all. But she I played it so only- well because she just stared into like the blank abyss, and I was like, "That's awesome." But um, <laughs> I'm like, that's great acting. Nobody ever paid attention to that one. 
Uh, I feel like the only episode I remember is the one that Laura's friend had like uneven legs and she was getting teased. And so her dad made this boot to like even out her legs. And then like the kids were mean and were like, well, we're going to go in the water. And like the kids like, oh, and I'm like, dang, trolling was still a thing. We actually had someone that that had that same issue. And it was messed up because friends called her hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's where I just look at things and I'm like, if you take away, if it's capable to take away the personal, some stuff is creative and very funny. Yeah. You know, some stuff is just, it is what it is. It is what it like is. Like it is it, it it is presentation, but so anyway, in this presentation, that's why I say if you take if you if people really broke down the concept to the very last compound, if they literally said what it is. Like for example, I went to Vegas, stayed at the wind. And, okay, it's a five-star hotel, very fancy, very pricey. So you already know, the caliber of people there have money. Which, I break it down, that would mean I shouldn't stay there. But, hey, I have money for that day. But, no, <laughs> it's not who they're looking for. They're looking for people that have money for the year. Money the for the irony, next year. Money the irony of you staying at the wind and losing. Isn't that I, just, like, that's my life. Oh, yeah. it's good. So <laughs> as I do this, you know how our minds work, and this is what we do. Mm-hmm. We 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 are the mice that see the big cheese, but we're able to chip away, chip away. We understand. We don't need the whole cheese right away. We just go until this eventually there's no cheese on the trap, and we won't be on a trap, you know? And so that's how I look at the subject matter of today, where it's like, here it is. They have these $100 tables. They have $25 three-card poker tables, where if you've ever played $25 three-card poker tables, or if you ever played three-card poker, you have to pay to ante up, which is your bet money, what you're willing to bet, and then you have to pay for the cards that you're going to get, and then if you like the cards, you pay for the bet. So at one time, at one hand, it's at $75. $75. And I just think about the people, and this is where it's like people with money, not me. There's people that go, I would not spend $100 for shoes. Yeah. I would not spend $100 for a jacket. I would not. We see strangers and homeless people in need. You have never, I'm willing to bet they have never dropped a hundred dollars on a homeless person that is in need. But will sit down with a perfect stranger and hand them a hundred dollars for what? Two to three cards. Two mm-hmm. to three cards. Because the illusion of the possibility is just that that captivating. So what's interesting, when you say it's captivating, what's interesting is that the anticipation of winning and winning chemically in your brain, the actual winning part is such a minute change that like excitement of 
I, I could win this almost is the exact same feeling. So you're chasing, like you're paying to get that chemical spiked in your brain. And if you win even better, if you lose, you, you get that, like the dopamine is going to stop, but you're still, because you have that dopamine and it gets, it motivates you to keep going and do it again and do it again. So it's actually a chemical thing that's happening inside you of just anticipating that you're going to win. And you're almost doping yourself. You're paying a high price to get this really excited feeling in your brain. It's like, it's, it's an actual like drug. Exactly. And yeah. so to go back to my earlier point, which ties it all together as far as if you really broke, if people were cognitive to break down, people really thought about breaking something down to that last compound, I don't think, I, we wouldn't do it. So here's what's funny. Mm -hmm. So in the decision of these boys that, that stepped out, they go to the girl's house, set off an alarm, cops come. Now they're running and fleeing the scene. So what does it look like to a cop? Looks like it was burglars trying to break in. That's what they're trying to prevent. That's what they're trying to catch. So the cop catches one of the gentlemen. He wasn't black, so he didn't get shot. But um, nah, he wasn't. It doesn't say that in the story. But you know, I like to add my own shit. Anyway, um, yeah, it doesn't mean it's not true. So anyway, um, the dad's looking for an explanation. And this is where it's interesting about knowledge. Because if there's an explanation, you can shut this whole world up. So, supposedly, when emotions are intense, especially when friends are nearby, so now you got the peer pressure shit, cortisol floods the brain, causing the prefrontal cortex to shut down. So, literally, when we say we're not thinking, mm -hmm. And our parents or other authorities get frustrated with it. If you explained it from that angle, it'd be like, holy shit. Because, see, we always think we're in control. You know? But there is other forces that work within us that is like, no, they have taken over. Oh, yeah. We are now your captain. Especially with knowing how much corporations um, and, you know, are putting into neuroscience and not just um, for advertisement, but the way in which our brains are changing due to like the different technologies where our attention spans are shortening um, due to apps like TikTok and streaming and we're, um, we're, just constantly getting that dopamine through how many views our podcast is getting and, you know, checking that. And it's, it's crazy to think that we have control when other people are putting more into knowing our minds than we are, that we think we can control our minds doing a little research. Man. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. That's what our voices are doing today. We just mm -hmm. want to be changed because like I said, if you literally look at like with gambling, which I really am trying to keep these narratives to be like, look, you're paying for the possibility to see two cards. There's other ways, and, and this is where you go. There's other ways to get dopamine. Yeah. I don't, and they dress and it up. Not, it's up for us to say it, 
But at the same time, if your mind can convince you that the possibilities you think you're going to win, which come on, we've already been told these casinos aren't getting built because they lose. Yeah. They dress it up as entertainment. It's literally said, you know, gamble at you. Most people actually, when they are, when they know they're going to go to Vegas and they plan for their Vegas trip, they set aside money that they are, are willingly like going to spend to lose. They don't necessarily, huh? And what's funny is that, well, I asked, isn't that sick? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, if you justify it, because I could see someone being like, well, I was going to eat it. You know what I mean? Like I was going to, I can either get this dopamine rush of the excitement and thrill of possibly making more money and lose it and spend $300 um that way or i can spend three hundred dollars on like the vegas buffets and and like shit it out either way it's kind of an irresponsible way to just spend money but it's my money to spend you know and it's just weird how uh casinos have really dressed up the environment to keep you there and to like the house always wins and they it's because they know how to Oh, I will admit this. I got the best sleep in that bed. So I'm <laughs> like, the wind does it right if you want to go. Best sleep to where you're like, well, what's another night? I that I paid I paid three four hundred for the bed to rent the bed another night. You know what I mean? That's good sleep. You know what I'm saying? The curtains open when Alexa. You talk to Alexa. Turn off lights. You know, I mean, like the. Gross. I'm like, oh wow, they really, they really make <laughs> you want to stay. They really make you want to stay, and. Um, That's interesting. That's interesting that like hotel rooms are now having like, Alexas and all that. Because, oh, my daughter had a good time with that. Uh, it creeps me out. It creeps me out so much. I hate oh. it. I had a moment where it was like, how do they do all this? And are they watching? Oh, 100%. That's Not my whole they. thing. I'm like, I, I know we're being watched. Yeah, we are definitely in a, you know, a corporation of surveillance. It's funny because um, I sent a screenshot to uh, Ishmael today going, like, this is when you know your phone is is reading your text messages. Because we were talking about... <laughs> supposed to wake up (laughs) we were talking about um something and and like my pinterest had suggested a bunch of like things for it and i was like ew like it's it's so what did i say it was i mean they won yeah whoever they are they've won and i mean that's why i say uh, defying all logic of, you know, and it just happened while we're at dinner because I was just like, it's amazing that the, like, the first person that goes, uh, yeah, we're going to build this fancy hotel. We're going to charge two fifty dollars United States. Okay, okay. Yeah, people will pay for luxury, I understand. Yeah, we'll make the tables $100. $100 hands? People going to pay $100 hands? Why would they play $100 hands when there's a casino down the street that they, can only have, they only have to play $10, $20? But we just got to get them in the hotel. Convenience. They don't want to go to the other street. And guess what? $10, $20 hands. In their minds, they're only going to think they're going to make $40. 
here, they can turn their hundred into a thousand. You're not doing it at such and such casino. Yeah. The fact you know the fact that they already know these things. You know that's what so I try to prepare my, you know, stepdaughter for. You know, I got her this book, and I, you know, I. It's kind of like when I. It's it's a book called Stamp from the Beginning. Now it's kind of Black History, and it's kind of just this this book as far as I want her to know these how these people work. This government thinks they've already outthought you, so you yeah. have to have the blueprint for how they think to be a step at least in the same. At least on the same track as them. At least know thine self. Yeah. At and least it, to be on the track to at least be like, I will never underestimate the power of higher powers, the wealthy. And like, that's all I'm saying. And I'm yeah. not saying you're ever going to get into that 1%. But I want to say also, if you want to get into the 1%, this is how they act. Yeah. They have a this plan for a plan. But it's it's not just a plan for a plan because you can plan your your heart's content and you know all good things fall through sometimes. But I no. think, and that's why I say that's why they're the one percent. It I now they've no, been set like, up. They've been set up to where they have resources to make sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because okay, what I'm saying if your first plan, great transition. Though, Go ahead. Great transition into who has been set up and what is the gambling of the stock markets and what does that look like in terms of when gambling addiction <clears throat> becomes socially acceptable as like, oh, well, I'm a stock trader, you know, where it's like, okay, that's a, first of all, the fact that like most people, even in the stock market, can't effectively really explain all of the ins and outs of something is interesting. You know what I mean? Like that our, our it's crazy how our entire economy is run on just sheer because I I'm, I believe it'll work. You know, like humans have we have the we're the animals that have the ability to believe in something that isn't real, like the concept of money, is just us all collectively going, yeah, I believe it has value. Now, if, and that's why Bitcoin hasn't completely taken off because there's still enough of us going, fuck Bitcoin. You know, like, could you imagine if like, when, when money first started. Well, and also what they, they don't want, in my opinion, They don't want everybody on it. You think that they would, right? But they don't want everybody on it. Well, and in my opinion, this when you talk about the the in my opinion the games the stock market plays because mm-hmm. I do believe it, it. It's all a number game, and I believe sometimes it's like too much of a good thing. Too many people that know about this. What do you think? Then it plummets somehow. I will challenge your uh, statement of they don't want everybody involved because the more people that are actually involved, the more stable 
it gets. It's the fact that when everybody pulls out at the same time, that's what makes it unstable. So I, I feel like they do want everybody involved. They don't necessarily want everybody to understand what's going on and how to, and that's with anything is one of well, the see, ways. So I it. say it like in this. So I say it from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't Chris Stahl want Jay-Z pumping their brand? Mm-hmm. When it's getting bought and sold, it's the money, right? But they purposely came out. We do not want... You see what I'm saying? They will purposely say, F, our finances, we don't like that element. You see what I mean? They don't want everybody jumping on some stuff. That's why they do pull out. In my opinion. I mean, it's yours to have. <laughs> and but, maybe I don't know. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know how all the stock market works, but I'm just like, why was, would something be up that day and then plummet the next day with some type of controversy, with some type of, oh, it just this person that represented it said this. So this goat, you see, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's how, like, because it's not a stable market, because it's not like, like if the stock market was, how everybody actually traded if we decided okay we no longer like paper money is no longer being printed and uh we only use collateral in stocks and trades you know you can buy coffee with a stock in whatever as long as it's equal to value and i'm quite sure there would be an AI app to just quickly monitor that. Um, I think that that's, that's plausible. And also it would, it would stabilize the market more because everybody would be on board. It's the fact that it's such an unstable market in terms of you can, you can even flood it in a way of like the, um, the GameStop. Or even it's so funny because um, it's so crazy how politicians have a lot of money in their, and you're, you're not going to tell me that they're not using what they know. They're just hoping that they don't get caught. You know what I mean? Like Martha Stewart went to jail. (laughs) Like, And I'm quite sure that it wasn't the first time, you know, she had had privy knowledge of, of trading and because here's the thing. If you have a lot of money in stocks and someone told you, Hey, we're all going to sell tomorrow. We just don't want, you know, we want to, I don't know. That is interesting, man, that, that she fell on the sword. The sheep, I don't know if it's fell on the sword. Is like it's interesting when this, in my opinion, I don't know who controls it, but it is interesting now that we've came into a time where this is the time they set things right. And then who they choose to set things right and what they choose to make things right on 
like you mentioned Martha Stewart going to jail, and all I can see is about the parents who paid for their college, their kids' college educations and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know that that was done. Done. You know that, oh, that's 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 John's Thomas's boy. Just from name, maybe they didn't have to pay. Just walk through, because they didn't, like, power, you, you know, power is absolute all the time. So, Mm-hmm. You're telling me that those names that go into that admissions, they don't put a star by it? This is such and such kid? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But now they choose, hey, yeah. but we used our name, not our influence. Yeah, your name is influence. What do you, like, because they put the money behind it? <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's like, that's where you draw the line of unfair advantage at the same time. That's an, you know, that's yeah. an unfair advantage. That's where you draw the line. Not before that. And then you don't make things fair. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just crazy. I mean, and that's what's so funny just to tie this all in. Like, Odds are against this, but it's the illusion of possibility that thinks we're the ones that's going to defeat the odds. Yeah. You're not. But you got to understand what the odds are. And a lot of people don't want to understand what the odds are because to be realistic in the odds, they'll, there's this, because we came with this whole, what I've always had problems with the Constitution, Bill of Rights, whatever. Everyone, Everyone's created equal. All it's saying, if we broke that down, Hey, we all know how to fuck and make babies. That's it. <laughs> wow, that's profound. I didn't know that. I could use and my see, penis and get a vagina and make a kid. Holy and we don't shit, even always I'm do kidding. it that right. We don't even we don't even always succeed at doing that. Sometimes things see, go wrong. Thank you. Some people can't even have babies. So what about that? Oh, but they can buy one, or they could make one in a lab. But it's, yeah. it's like, and then I'm just like, how is this not rewritten over time like the Bible? Why isn't it a new King James version of the Constitution? Well, there are amendments. Like, that. it is, re- you know, it just takes a long time because of, the, you know, passing. And forgive me, you know, I don't really pay attention to this shit. I just say things. But I, know. <laughs> I, I get that there's new, okay, so there's new amendments. You're right, because there has been an evolution of the rights to marry and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just getting everybody to, and and that goes back to getting everybody on board, getting everybody to agree, getting everybody to participate and go, yes, this is what we all believe. That's why things takes, you know, long and time. And that's the illusion because not all of us believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some nihilists out there. Yeah. So you just, I don't know, but yeah, that weekend it was expensive, costly, all of the above to where I'm like, yeah, it's time it's time for indirect change. But when you when you came back up, was there anything in you that was like I should pull back? I should like, it's like definitely, what? I there was one time I actually was smart. Well my uncle gave me another hundred because I blew yeah. his first hundred like no problem. And that, and that's that's already my problem, like sometimes with the money, not real aspect, I'm like, well, this is his money. 
So I'll just take all the chances <laughs> in the world with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where the normal person goes, he gave me a hundred dollars. I'm not spending this hundred dollars. That's a hundred dollars I'm putting away. And I'll just do this. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no, it was like, all right, he gave me a hundred. Let me test my luck. And what happens with me, it's like a fortune. It's, it's like the, the, I haven't had sex in a long time effect. Where mm. you didn't care, you just wanted any attention. You, okay, yeah, I, I'm losing, but I'm just getting this little high in me, or I'm just I'm getting the chance to finally gamble. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, the, oh, it's the dopamine of anticipation is just as exciting that you were enjoying. And I mean, the cool thing is, it was like so when he gave me his other hundred, and I turned that hundred into three twenty, and had his hundred. I'm like 420. Yeah, it's the time to just walk away. Yeah. At least get my ex-wife 100. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you told me, when you had sent me the text of like, okay, I, I'm up again. I like was, I really wanted to be like, okay, pull three out and only play with one and get it back up again. I was like, I'm not, I'm, I know you're not going to do that. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, you know, and this is where, like, on this show, we we hope to enlighten in a sense of, you know, forcing through experiences. I won't even say unfortunately. Fortunately, through experiences, we hope to enlighten. And so this is where I just, as in my journey, I'm like, I feel if we say things precisely, it may change the way we think. I mean, for example, I mean, I've always lost in South Point. Why the hell would it, what I think is going to be any different? That's a <laughs> mental note of, I don't like South Point. That's it. <laughs> you know? But we just don't do that. It's almost just like, like, you know, when I do the football joke, the one thing that made me do the football joke about men being faithful to a team is, like, for instance, the draft just happened about a month ago. And teams will actually go – People that are fans of teams will go, this is the year. Why? It ain't been a year in fucking 10, 15 years. Why is this the year? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you just go grab my shit yeah. real quick and then sit and wait for the wife's call real quick. No problem. Like, why would they think this would be the year? You know what I'm saying? But they just do. We live yeah. on possibilities. It's, if they could put, if they could, if, if possibilities could really just be sold, people, that, that would, that, now, that would be a stock to invest in. That is the stock market. <laughs> like, no. Just that is a whole. But, um, no, because then it's like, oh, if I say that, um, it, it was a weird, it's weird, because it's like, all right, I'll stop with the gambling, but then it's like, okay, there goes, not necessarily the fun, but I wouldn't know what else to do. Well, and, and I was wondering, like, if you... If you break down chemically what is happening while you are gambling, wouldn't you then be able to recode and go, okay, it's about anticipation. How can I productively get this same outcome? So if it's like, how is something going to turn out? Wow, 50-50 kind of like chances. I feel like, couldn't you figure out a way to like, Maybe it's a project. Maybe it's, you know, I think you can find a way to 
almost manipulate yourself into shifting gears of a gambling addiction, whether it's even down to the point of like, all right, if we talk about this on the podcast, it's a gamble, but maybe the high rewards would be more views and that anticipation of like watching to see like, nope, (laughs) wasn't that, (laughs) you know? Or you know what I mean? Like, or even like with your grades, because I know that um, I think one of the reasons why we are so similar and we do have like, we can communicate and with a good connection is because our brains are very wired similarly. So very much in, <laughs> in our dopamine issues, we are procrastinators to the point where like, if you tell us we have a week to do something, you're going to find us at that final hour pushing for it. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard to explain, but it really is that like, I don't have the motivation until the dopamine is like there pumping, which is like, I got to do this now, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just conditioning. Like, I understand now, like, the patience of, like, th- th- there's there's beauty in patience. There's peace in patience. And there's mm-hmm. discipline in patience. Like, patience is very important. And I say that because that's what so many people lack. Oh, yeah. Especially nowadays with everybody having a 10-cent attention span. Yeah, you know. and that's just that's a disappointing thing because in conversation, I I've like yesterday, I went long. You know, because we you know you and I we try to be observant, and mm-hmm. I went long with my girlfriend, and then there's interruptions, but then there's I let her go, and I say to myself, I have to wait till she's finished. And then she goes long, and I'm like, how'd I get it? I, I, I understand that that little tweak of personality where you're like, to really let someone talk, it does take patience. To really listen <laughs> does take you waiting, you know? Yeah, especially if they're saying shit that you're not, like, either agreeing with, care about, like, you know, especially if you have ADHD because people – People throw around that term lightly and people don't really understand how dopamine affects the brain and its motivation, but it, it truly is a wiring issue of, I can't do this because dopamine is what gives you the motivation to do things. And if you have, if you have a, a lack of that in your brain chemistry, you're going to try to find cheat codes to give yourself that. And they're not always the best way. A lot of the times an easy way of getting dopamine are the things that are destructive. Very true. I had a uh, instructor tell me once that um, he feels people, you know, that suffer addiction or people that are, because I feel like we're all addicted to something. Mm-hmm. It's just whether it's positive or negative. We all have vices. It's that charge that we're looking for, you know? Yeah. 
And he said that he thinks that, you know, I mean, he kind of, I, I, I'm messing up what he said, but it was more so on the lines of like, we're looking to get high so we could be connected with the man above. Mm-hmm. And he said, so he's the most high. And then I told him, look, pass that heroin needle and shut the fuck up. No, right? Because my thing is, you can't <laughs> tell me that not everybody has an addiction where, like, you can show me the most enlightened person. And I'm like, yeah, they're addicted to yoga. Like, yeah, definitely. they're just addicted to peace. Like, And that's what just cracks me up because I'm like, we all do. Mm-hmm. It's just, is it healthy? A routine you can't tell me is not an addiction. Because, like, I'm understood, like, through my ex-wife said about her fiancé, if he don't go to the gym, he ain't feeling right. Yeah. So there's all something where you understand all the chemicals that's, we're a chemical. We literally, Mm -hmm. like, when you watch the, your favorite word, the maturation of birth, (laughs) it's literally all atoms and chemicals and energy coming together Mm -hmm. to form this being. We are the chemicals of the universe bumping against each other yeah it's like that's all that's running through our bodies now i mean it's blood too but you but you know which is same same yeah and so it's like um when you understand it is just finding the right addiction mm-hmm. now i never wanted yeah. the one that were was addicted to meetings but i understand the value in it because you're less likely go ahead if you if you had said, oh, I just lost $400 in the stock market, there's almost a, like a perception of, well, you know, he's he probably go, you know, wears suits and and he's doing his best as a trader. Whereas you're like, I lost $400 in Vegas. You're looked at as like you have a problem. It's perception. Oh, I mean, the the subconscious is what's always. Like, I look at, that's what I say when I have conversation with people now. I'm like, oh, you're speaking subconsciously. I don't even see figuratively. I don't see matter-of-factly. I don't see literally. I see subconscious and consciously. Because my mom goes, there was a time when my mother was like, well, maybe you're bipolar and you need pills to eat. Okay, so I go from one drug to another. No, that's prescribed by a doctor who's a man who's trying to sell you on something. I've never been more sold on things. Like you go to the dentist, you need a deep clean. You need a, a night guard. You need like, oh, that's $5,000. You know, like I've never been more sold now at 40. 20, go ahead. I, I grew up in this generation. 40, just clean my fucking teeth, man. Well, and, I got them for what, 20 say... years before I'm a veneer this shit up or whatever the case? Just clean the fucking teeth. Don't sell me shit. <laughs> I think that it's hard because I don't want to speak poorly against prescriptions because scientifically, if you have a chemical imbalance and we as humans can identify, oh, you need more of this chemical in your body so that it balance and regulates you so that you can be functioning great. And that should be a fantastic thing that we have figured out as these creatures that we are. However, what tends to happen with everything is corruption takes its way and you have these pharmaceutical, you know, 
spokesmen coming in and pushing these drugs and and basically buying doctors and because there are doctors that absolutely can be bought now it completely like the hippocratic oath is in question in terms of are you prescribing me this because if the more units you sell the more yacht trip luncheons you get to partake due to these pharmaceuticals like companies that absolutely have you in their pocket and that's when the whole medical industry starts getting you know unreliable because they're no longer dealing in complete ethics and i'm not saying that that is across the board but because we have empirical evidence of that it will absolutely be in the back of our minds and it starts to wane in on our belief in the medical system and the pharmaceuticals and that's when we get people that are like you know i don't want to take drugs because they're basically it's just a drug pushing industry now and i don't believe in it where had it always just maintained its, you know, ethics and credibility, I think that there would be a lot more people willing to be like, I'm going to get treated for what's right and, and will find the, the chemical balance for me, you know, instead of, oh, you know, this pharma company is just pushing this product and now we all have AFib because that's one of the main co- uh, side effects. And what's crazy is that, like, there are doctors out there that are not, uh, there's no way they would be able to know the side effects of every pharmaceutical that's out there because it's, it's impossible to where, like, I remember I took uh, one of my best friends to um, the emergency room because she was having heart palpitations. And she was on um, a migration, migration, no, migraine medication, (laughs) whatever, medication. And um, when we got into the triage, the, um, the doctor told her to take her medicine to like, I guess, balance it. Cause she felt like another one was coming on and I, me and her were like, I don't, I don't think that, I think that this is what's causing it because we have a lot of the knowledge of, of pre medication and the doctor told us, no, that's not a cause. There's not a side effect of this medication had her take it. She started spiking again. It started getting worse. And I, with a quick Google. One of the first things of its side effect was heart palpitations and AFib. And I was like, I hate Kaiser. <laughs> like, well, and that's why we got you here because you do paint a perfect world. And you and I want a perfect world scenario. And that's yeah. why I'm. I'm like, it can be. And. Oh, I don't think it can be be for someone. I don't think it can be for all. It can be for someone where one thing about doing these drugs that I've done and one thing about self-reflection, you understand how, like I said, 
cocaine isn't necessarily the problem when you're on it. It's when you're off it, when you're triggered by stuff, then you're mm-hmm. irritable. Then you, you know, these side effects of just angry, unable to be still, don't want to be in this place, you know? Mm-hmm. But cocaine itself, you're like, oh, now I'm all good. I'm all safe. It's all perfect, you know? But so, um, I will say that I say cocaine. all that to say once you, once you, you know, and this is where like, this is where like, if, you know, when you pay attention to everything. So like to get to this, we want to get to the most high. And I say life is figured out like this. Life is in your 20s, finding your addiction. In 30s, um, either coping, managing your addiction. In your 40s, it's getting over your addiction. And in your 50s, it's talking about how you just, you didn't have the addiction in your 20s. That's life. Yeah. It's interesting that you say you talk about cocaine because uh, cocaine affects the brain very similarly to the way you anticipate a win in gambling. Yeah, I mean, if you do all these things, and that's what I'm saying, if you really realize, because see, you were like, oh, people people don't do the research. And that's why I was going to say a generation thing. Like, my mom is so programmed that the news is right. There's no getting around. My mom is programmed by the doctors and the presidents and understanding that that's just the respect level you have for them as being professionals. But then when you break it down and you do the fact that doctors are practicing, which we all know in practice, that's when you make majority of your mistakes or you're most importantly, you're allowed to make mistakes because you're practicing. It's a scrimmage surgery. No one thinks that that's where the fine print of everything goes that goes along with side effects just like when they talk about symptoms you'll see a commercial and three out of four you if you really want to convince yourself you have the symptoms mm-hmm. oh change in sleeping oh i have gained weight oh change in diet oh mood swings i have but then you just no that's just fucking life that's life. You know, my girlfriend will stress eat. That's life. Mm-hmm. Or the diet or the fact that, you know, you're working all this time that you can't come home to cook a home-cooked meal every fucking day. That you can't afford at this time the healthy way of eating. You know, that's life. Well, and so I will say, I don't think... All this, huh? I don't think life has to be stressful. I, and just to piggyback off what you're saying, especially in terms of your mom just trusting... Um, the media machine that we live in. It's interesting because in doing that, you do give away your agency and autonomy of believing things because when you just completely go, oh, well, they know what's best and they being the humans affecting you and, you know, above you, it it really gives them so much power because going back into talking about how Corporations are putting so much into neuroscience uh, and knowing that you are far more likely to just expel money if you're stressed or if you're worried. And I think because we live in a environment that is geared to making us feel in lack and scared and our cortisol levels are so high, they can sell us products and they can sell us escapes from that. The whole part of Vegas is this what what stays what happens here stays here. And you can you can have your life and come and just 
entertain yourself with debauchery and excess. And it's okay. It's socially acceptable to lose here because, hey, it's Vegas. And to know that... This is why I love that I know I'm talking some good stuff. When Lily can interrupt the, the point I was about to get to where I say this is life, but I, I never mind it. Because I see, and that's what I'm saying. Just to just I interrupt this to be like, this is when you know the conversation. It's not rudeness, it's the fact that you like the, where the person's going. But what is unfair at times that we do as human beings, we jump to what the where the person is going before they get there because they're excited. Yeah. And this is just me breaking down what, like I say, those last compounds. Mm-hmm. Because we look at the interruption as so rude. I look at the interruption. Are you like, telling me that you were going to say everything I just said? <laughs> You know what I mean? I was like, what I was going to say, this is life, meaning it's how we handle and choose to go about it. So I don't look like, I look at it, if you want to stay there, because some people really deem themselves incapable. They've really programmed themselves that way. And it's all about the possible or impossible. Some people have this 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 outlook of it. The world is possible. The world. This is possible. This is obtainable. This is. And you have some people that have the impossible. And so, I look at it like when I talk about all the chemicals, everything is there. I get it's just it's just how many people, like you said, is going to do the research. So, like mm-hmm. when you in, when you inject a new drug into your system. That system has to compute, break down, see what it is. You know what I mean? It's like introducing a new person to your life. That person that you never know, they might talk too much, give you a headache. Not saying you. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'm just going on. You know what I mean? When you introduce anything new, it's either going to be receptive or rejected. And sometimes in the rejection shit, we don't just say, we just go, oh, that's just the side effects. I would say I would I, my a side effect of knowing me would be. You see what I'm saying with the breakdown? Sure. You see where I'm going in the depth? We just yeah. go. This is just the side effect. And that's why I say when you look at us as all individuals and break this shit down, we're all just chemicals. So when you introduce that new man or new female, and yet you either get the best sleep, which is like this is this is my new drug. Yeah. Or you get that I injected this new drug. I can't stand it. But what do we do? But I'm going to try something new because it could be me. Something is wrong with me. So maybe I give them chances. Maybe I let them prove. And I'm sorry, it's a woman. Men don't. We give chances, but that's more like maybe I sleep with her again. You know, nah, I, I, that's so wrong. I don't want to ask for all men. But we, we, you know, yeah. I don't know if men, because I don't know if men are superficial or not. You know, some men might be like, well, the sex is good, but I can't stand the way her voice sounds. I don't know well, what it I is. I wouldn't for say men. a generalization. I think uh-huh. some men are, some women are. I don't generalize. Some people can be superficial and some, you know, but I think I think it's human nature to look at something and, and try to label it. That's you know, and being superficial is just a product well, of I was that. Just, I was just getting at this. What I'm getting at as I'm, you know, as I deal with what I, you know, I'm trying to deal with 
with the mind because I love how the mind works because this mind can really produce about and turn about anything. Yet mm -hmm. we look for all other things to influence our thoughts and to influence our the, 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 the things that are within us. The dopamine yeah. to get injected. The, the nicotine, you know. And honestly, we don't want to elevate on higher planes. I know when I'm up all day and I had to have a cigarette, I know what, I know what it is. Cigarette now, I'm like, it, it's to bring me down and even me out. And it's amazing as human beings, we go, we, there's some that want to go to the next level, like I told you, and the 1% and how they think, how calculated they are, how disciplined they are, you know? Yeah. And it's interesting that nicotine is a chemical that'll balance you. And you're like, yeah, but it, I, I get that it'll give you cancer, but I mean, so will Teflon. You know, like everything gives you cancer. Yeah. Everything is, it, it's just, it, and it's, you know, and just a quick shout out to rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. I put this one gentleman on to him. And I guess I just, I look at things and I'm like, the literal aspect should never be taken personal. What it constantly is. And I'll never understand that. Uh, going back on you saying, like some people think, you know, things can be, are impossible and not possible. It's interesting because, um, for Steph's birthday, we went, um, to a bar and they had pool and I don't play pool. Like I'm not good at it. Like I've even hurt my hand doing it. So I, I usually don't even try. And, um, but we were, we played and it was interesting because I, I didn't even know I was winning at one point. Like they were, they actually had to point it out to me. And I was like, I'm not trying to win. I'm just trying not to lose. And uh, there was a guy there that kept like trying to get me to focus and trying to get me to like, no, like, look at it, use your eyes, line up the shot. And I was like, I cannot tell you enough. The more I care, the, the worse I do. If I just feel something and do it, I, it'll go in. Will you just let me like, yeah. And it's so funny. Cause like, it's it, like it, now that the game is closer, we could win. Now the intensity builds like, uh, yeah, it, I literally got down to one ball, which was funny. It was the one ball that like, I, we were trying to shoot for. Cause you know, when you break and then there's just that one ball that's like perfectly lined up and you're like, oh, okay, that's what yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for solid. And I was like, of course, of course, it would come down to this one that we were both trying to shoot for. And it, it was just interesting how I was thoroughly aware of I do better when I don't care. I do find it. And that's why I, I mean, when you. This is where my spiritual side comes through, when you really break down the ego of individuals and the ego of yourself, you realize how disgusting and beautiful of a trait it is. But it's something with, with human beings that the obvious just goes, just, just, it just, it, it uh, compels us to say something. And I think about your situation right there, and I think about a time when I was playing ball in college. Bases are loaded, and I'm coming up. And right before my bat, the coach goes, this is a big moment right here. You step up here, you'll start for the rest of the year. Why would you... 
Why did that need it to be said? And then you have, as I told the story to my brother, like, yeah, we got to see how you handle pressure. It's pressure already. <laughs> what do you think? If Noah was on, do you think I want to get out? Yeah. Do you think I want to strike out? Do you think as these fans are watching, whether it's people on base or not, do you think yeah. I just, oh, oh that's what's going to happen? Oh, let's go. I didn't even think about that before I took the plate. I just was like, oh, this is fun. Another game. Uh, if I strike, like, no, there's a competitor in me too. Well, and some people, they play better when they're just having fun. And it's it's interesting because going back to you saying the odds of us being in the 1% aren't really high. They're not really there. How And, and I think that if you, being a part of the 1%, I feel like you have to not care in such a way that um, I'll never be in the 1% because I think that as soon as I know that I have to step on someone's neck to get ahead, I I don't want it anymore. And I think that there is a level of like, yeah, no, I it, I don't care. So I, I do better in terms of it's fun. But when it's like, oh, I don't care. I will do whatever it takes. It, it changes, you know, the aspect and element of getting ahead, you know? I, I mean, I, I'm just more so trying to like as we develop these relationships I'm just more so trying to just say it is amazing what we put on people when it's really for us he did that to add excitement mm -hmm. for him yeah. nothing for me how could you think that helps me how could you think that helps you that's what I mean in the ego and what we need to renounce in everything and that's where ego takes place in possibilities because you think that you can beat these insurmountable odds mm -hmm. with someone else holding the cards. Yeah. You're already at a disadvantage. This not logically doesn't make any sense. And then at the same time, I can renounce ego and be like, that was a very ignorant plan of action, moves, any of that. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, yeah. there's a woman that came out of there and goes, you know, when you would think as expensive as these tables are, you know, I would just like to get a, on a good run. You know, you get a couple of hands here, you win. And then you go, it's still denial. Because if you won, you, you, let's say you're going to win 700. Why would you stop there? Yeah. If you came, well, because if I you're playing hundred dollar hands, you probably came with a thousand to at least play 10 of them, or let's say eight of them. Let's say you lose three. Now you're at 700. Let's say you win your grand back. You're not stopping there. I will say that like, I have never been one to gamble, even as a child. Like, you know how you would go to Chuck E. Cheese and like, or any kind of like arcade. I would never, I would never do the games that would be like, that didn't give out tickets. Like the video games that all you're doing is playing for like 
a high score just for the entertainment of playing. I'm like, no, I need, I need a, an equivalent exchange. I put in a quarter. I want at least a token or, or, or a ticket. I mean, so that I can go and buy a sticker. You know what I mean? I've always been, I need something for giving something. In you know, and that's of- what I do too. They do the nice chips. They give you chips instead of dollars because if you just put out a hundred every time, if you really looked at 300 that you're setting on the table, they realized that would increase the pressure, which you'd be like, oh, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Give you chips in exchange for it. To get your money back, you got to go pay the chips in. Yeah. But, yeah, I do find... I just, I, I just try to break down everything. And, and you know... It's been a it's been an enjoyable process. And I encourage everyone. I encourage everyone out there when you go when you go use your drugs, really look at it. I'm buying a baggie. And it's not even it doesn't, they don't even put a bow on the motherfucker. They tie it up. You buy it like for the presentation, they don't even care about you. That bag is probably used for a sandwich that'll never get eaten. And just chemicals break down like baking soda would you ever just sniff baking soda by itself hey some people got weird addictions this is true people use whippets and shit like that but people eat laundry detergent so but yeah i and i i just i mean there's other ways and and the self-discovery factor that's what's lacking because mm-hmm. we go, well, I don't like to do this or I don't like to do that. And there's this, the lack of trying to, to find you. The, to find, like, what's your tick? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of, in one aspect, I'm like, I enjoy my addictive personality because if I ever find anything that's remotely positive, that I'm remotely great at, that remotely is time efficient i'll be great at whatever it is because i just oh cool all this shit works and it's healthy let's go you know what yeah. i'm saying and for everybody it's different i would say that i feel like for people like us that have you know neurodivergent type people I think are more introspective in who they are and what makes them tick because they are constantly getting almost outed in terms of why do you do that? Why are you like that? What are you doing? And questioned by other people enough times to go, you know, I don't, I don't even know. Let me try to figure it out where I feel like the typical uh, neurotypical person never really has to can go on life going, I'm normal. I'm fine. And they don't even feel the need to have self-intelligence. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, you know, you know, like I had just just a pat on the back because it was a beautiful night. It is a beautiful and you know, it is, and it is a beautiful thing when someone catches your message and goes right on. Like, like somebody like I said, the other day I was watch I watched this program yesterday and I'm like, I know I just need if I ever make it to whatever platform I could get to, it's a wrap, you know? 
because the content that I speak on, others have spoke on. And I haven't spoken on it after them, but before them. You know, like when I say it's interesting how backwards this world is. Like if you tell somebody, like there's people that actually will tell certain people you're too nice. Oh and yeah, I actually think it. being too nice is a problem. Yeah. What the I hell is wrong what, with this? What place? it should be is you're going to get walked on because you don't stand up for yourself. That's a better thing to say than you're too nice. You know. I mean, that's what it implies. But even then, how do you know that? Because right? as a nice person, <laughs> I know. I know. Program wise, it's that's, that's what I've been programmed to believe. The nice guy finishes last. Or the nice person, you know. And I used mm-hmm. to be disgusted by this word nice, but then it's like, nah, just as a nice, you are a nice person. But it is difficult at times to constantly always want to be nice because you don't, there's this something, yeah, there's something within us that wants the return on it. Then, but but the return is, it's you. Yeah, I and think that's different than nice and kind. I think I think when someone's being nice, it has implications of like, you know, the whole I, I put in a I put in a quarter, I, I should get a ticket back. Where kindness, it feels is like the um it just feels good doing it, you know. I get I get the reward by how I know I helped. But then you know it's I mean? also it's people aren't satisfied with it being the essence of them mm-hmm. and being the opposite of what is not kind. I'm kind because I'm kind. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't need to be kind for any other reason for any to serve any other person, purpose other than that I'm showing you I'm kind. It's a trait that I have. Thank you. Like people just don't the, the trade has to come with the, you know, and, mm-hmm. and the I'm trade trying has to, to come with the people, trade off. No, it is just you. It is yeah. just you. Do not be afraid to be you because the, because the, here's the thing. It's like with this whole explanation of the dopamine, the dopamine isn't released because I won the money. The dopamine is released in the anticipation of mm-hmm. me getting the money. Just like I told an individual to, that I work with, I said, See, everybody thinks the satisfaction of the great people. No, the great people think like this. The great people don't care about the money. Jordan has won six rings. Okay, he's won his rings. If he cared about the rings, right, he would have stopped at one if it was about the ring. Two, maybe. No, he cares about the I keep telling you. I keep showing you who I am. Mm Mm-hmm. The ring doesn't make me a champion. I was a champion before that shit. Now the ring gives me validation, but I even like more, like I told him, the thing that I live for more than the other than that, which is not the dopamine of the chance to win, is the dopamine of being right, of knowing, of I'm that individual, which is, you know, it's ego. It's ego driven. And people, if they understood the mind or the ego of the 1% or what have you, they don't care about their millions or their billions. You think they do because they keep wanting it and making more. But they know that 
it's a resource. It's the symbolism, the resource, the assets to where they could suck all of it to give it back in some way. You're going to have to, in a sense, worship this ego of mine. It's because everybody else looks at that. That's why they have it. Oh, that's what you, oh, that's what you want that I could easily get that I don't really give a fuck about. I only care about it because you want it. That's usually, that's really what this, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like uh, what you had said, um, assuring your assurances. If I said that, that's pretty damn awesome. Because I didn't it was, know I you, had, you had sent me a text. It was like the other day, I think it was your, your realization of, I never want to do this again. And this is, this is assuring that, you know. Oh, and I think to that, cause I, I, I had this, cause he, this, this gem, the, his name is Zoe Williams. And you should check him out if you're black. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> you can do it if you're white. But, um, and I know I speak pro-black, just understand I'm pro-white, I'm pro-whatever, I'm pro, like if Lily being white, if she said I'm pro-white, I'd be like, right on. Like you should be, in love with what you know what I'm saying? Now I get to all this humanistic. Oh, I love everyone. Yeah, but I wouldn't be mad if you only loved you, because I feel like only you understand that the most on why you love it or why you hate it. But um, don't hate. But um, yeah, what I've already broke down is you know what in this whole like I was on this journey of enlightenment. Having, I like, I enjoyed aha moments. And some of them were aha and very common sense. Someone was aha, like, oh, my mom's not enjoying life because I'm here in her house still using her money. Oh, shit, it all makes sense. Where to her is like, duh, okay, yeah, I get it. Should know that at 39, 40. But I didn't tell her the first part where I realized this is my hell that I have to overcome. See, when you, you know, you look at the way things we look at, as far as perception-wise, life and death occurs daily, right? Mm-hmm. If you think of death of that, you are not the same person you were yesterday. So some piece of you died. Something that you did before, you didn't do then. So and if that piece of you died and the person comes anew, that could be considered, in a sense, reincarnation, right? Pose. The destination of insanity is doing the same shit over and over again, correct? That so if like- you break free from that insanity, are you do you not feel anew? As you came into this new job, this new man of your life. I ain't gonna go on the whole essence of reborn. I don't want to put that much on them just because I'm that kind of asshole. And I don't feel like another human being can make you feel reborn but yourself. But do you feel like in some aspects that way? I don't feel reborn. I feel like I am rejuvenated. It's more of like, um, and it really doesn't have to, it has nothing to do with like the new things that are coming because for me, it's more of like, I knew that I was going to, like I had called upon these things and now they're, they're here. So it's almost kind of like, the past me was like, oh yes, this is, this will happen. And so my now 
is just my past future perceptions. And I, I would say that it's even beyond every day you're a new. I think the now is the new, you know, in, in, in a moment from now, I will not be the person that I was in this moment. You know what I mean? Well, anyway, in regards <laughs> to my mom's situation. Okay. Couldn't just fucking say yes. Hold on. I don't want to give you, I don't want to give you, because I don't, I don't, don't, don't want to give you the connotations that I'm I don't, I don't feel rejuvenated. Experience is not new because I experienced it before it happened. And now yes. that I'm here, it's not new because I'm living it. Okay. I got That's it. What you I did feel what the fuck I do. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, I am rejuvenated. So, anyway, <laughs> prior to that aha moment, I was just like saying, I didn't realize, mom, that this is my hell. This is my purgatory that I must overcome. You know? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to make it seem like because this is the thing that's like I, that I get to my point of pe- what people take is personal, and I'm just saying the literal aspect. I'm not saying you make my life hell. I'm not saying this house makes my life hell. I'm saying the representation of what this is is still hanging on to you or parts of you or whatever the case may be. That's my purgatory to break free. I'm yeah. dead here because there's no growth. Yeah. You're like slowly dying every fucking day because there's no growth. I do need to get the fuck on. Yeah. You see? And that's just the little that's just the little framework of it. And of course you may not be able to have that conversation with individuals where you're you know, and I think like if we could just so like for example, this Kevin Samuels brother, right? Like, it's amazing what people interpret. So Kevin Samuels asked one of the brothers on the show. I mean, he, he started he started getting his real, I mean, his brother was genius on whatever you want to call it, whatever level of greatness. He understood that I have to be somewhat shock value as much as I am trying to be educational or informative. And so... He asked the brother, he goes, so what's going on? And the brother, like, because, you know, it's all about trying to find a woman or trying to find a man in some aspects. And so he's looking for these women and he goes, you know, yeah, now I don't really, you know, I'm just wondering how I can get a woman or a high caliber woman or whatever the case may be. And he goes, okay, how much you make a year? And, you know, he goes, well, how much you make a week? And he made like 200 a week. So he's like, so you make about 10000 a year. Okay. Uh, what do you say? You say your mother's basement? All right. Do you have a big dick? And so one of the dudes like, man, you if you ask about another man, I, I find that I'm like, no, he asked on the literal term of trying to break it down. Well, are you able to fuck these women good then? But when people just cut out that, oh, he gay. Yeah. You see, and I mean in the listening process of just everything, and this is all it has been. When you when you cut out, I'm gonna win all this money, you cut out the fact, nah, you're gonna lose all that shit. To my ass, yeah. I'm going to go get high. But you cut out the fact you're going to hurt people along the way. And that's all we do. We edit and cut shit in our lives. We edit and cut. We don't, we don't, you know, in this whole communication, this whole conversation is I'm trying to, which one of the best, which I thank my, my, my person, my host on this show is because I'm able to 
hopefully get a message across, as she's able to hopefully get a message across. You know, that message of researching, of no, life is a stress. What we do or don't do makes what it is that's in front of us stressful. And as much as people be like, I understand that, but no. I mean, you're at work, okay? You got a heavy workload. I'm going to do this, this, this. That's why it's something to be said to all us procrastinators out there. You're just fine. Because guess what? I'm not. It's Monday. When would you say? By Friday. Don't come ask me Tuesday. <laughs> Don't come ask me Wednesday. You know, maybe, and that's where maybe, even in conversation. Maybe, huh? maybe, maybe reminds me on Thursday. You know, and that's where in conversation <laughs> where the beautiful vibe that we have is as we let each other go long. Because I know I talk a lot as well. And the listening process of it is the fact that the questions you know to ask, the questions that I'm understanding that you need to ask, it does make life less stressful. If someone, you know, I had a friend where it's like, they expect us to do all this. Do you tell them? Do you not? I'm not going to be able to do all this? No. Then how about you give them the implications that you can do all that? And this is just about communication, people. And that's why I just, I am intrigued by the way we talk to one another because everybody doesn't realize they have a voice, that they're a human being because we have levels to this shit. I should not be at the win because I am not going to win and I don't have the means to win. You know? Mm -hmm. And so with that, I'm not at that level. Let me go to my little calm which i did my little santa fe station where guess what good time didn't even lose any money 130 dollars was able to leave had good conversation good people that i knew or saw before what have you and so at that spot what i'm saying like it's like when bosses talk to you that's why they have these titles so you'll stay in your place but a lot of times we don't even know our place so that's the first problem mm-hmm Know your place in everything that you deal with and every every everything you encounter. If it's a stranger, why is it we don't talk to strangers like the strangers? Like I'm just saying, like because they're on a dating site, they're no longer a stranger once they become attracted to you or once you become attracted to them. But we never break it down to be like, we don't know nothing about the motherfucker. Right. <laughs> You can literally have skeletons in your Miss everything. It'll dismiss everything. You'd be like, oh my God, he's a attractive person. He's got to be nice. He's got to be, I wonder if he's like this. And it's all, it's some, it's, it's some neg- negative sprinkled in there. And even the negative you'll ignore. Oh, he probably has a girlfriend. Oh, he probably has kids. Oh, he probably got a, probably, probably got a, a, a Gila monster or something. I don't know. We, we, you know. Like you said, that frontal lobe cortex will make you not think. You know? Just all the attraction shit. And so I'm just saying, if we still spoke with someone like they're strangers, how long would it take you to to build to break your guard down from a stranger you met off the street? I would assume that if that's if that was our normal practice, we would then have No, how long I'm saying, answer that question. How long would it take? Like, so let's say wasn't a bar setting, 
guy walking on the street says hi to you? How long would it take? And if he followed you to have a conversation, how long would it take before you felt weirded out and start to run? I guess it, it depends on the tone. Is it, It's hard to, to say because I feel like it would be more of his nonverbals that so I what would if he went? What if he went? Do you like hiking? How tall? Oh, you're 5'4". Oh. If the guy oh, on the street uh, came up uh, to me and asked me, do I like hiking? I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like, you get what I'm getting at, though? But we'll do that online. No, see, but what's weird is actually... Some conversations start. Oh, how's your day going? Now that, no, that might be the high, how's your day going? I'm more, I'm way more scared online than I am in person. I am not one of those people that feels comfortable online because we don't, I don't have those other like social context of like, I don't know you at all. You like catfishing is real. You know what I mean? You might not even be uh, a person. You could be a bot, you know, like it's so many people have so much more trust in that net of security on the net than I do. I, it makes me feel the opposite way. I'm actually more comfortable uh, in a yeah, in a person. You want to see person face to face. Yeah, I like the organic too, but I'm but I just crack up, and I know it's not for you, but I do laugh because had those same people that are in person talk to you like they're on online, mm-hmm. you probably run mm-hmm. a person in front of you. After let's say you, let's say they followed you for twenty to thirty minutes, you know what I mean? Like the way that and the way that some people socially stop. Thought they them had running. a vibe, as they thought they had a vibe. Mm-hmm. you, I want to show you something. You would you you'd run for the fucking hills, but online yeah. it's it's a given. It's because there's that that you know safety guard of that net of, I mean this isn't even real. You're safe where you are. You're, I'm safe for it, but it's it's so not true. It's it, I feel like it's the opposite. And I, like, I feel like we should do a series on. That's what that's our show. That's our series. It should be what is real. Possibilities aren't like they're real, but but are they real? What is what real? Is, what the the possibilities are they real is this a like, simulation <laughs> you know mm-hmm. this, this this is our matrix because it is interesting that we don't break it down and be like if we were on the street would you talk to me like this mm-hmm. if we were on the street would i be receptive to you talking to me like this yeah some people are really lost in that illusion of it and as we try to get y'all through y'all day to get out the illusion process, we just say, break things down. In the words of the great Lily, life does not have to be stressful. Life isn't. Our thoughts can't, our thoughts, the dopamines or whatever the, the means, the means to get your fix or whatever the case may be. But no, nah, get your fix a healthy way. I don't even say there's a right way. I said there's a healthy way. Because I mean... What's the right way? Yeah, what well, might be healthy way? for one person is not for the other. Like, what's your idea of the right way? What do you do for the right way, Lily? For myself? Yes. Self investigation. Ooh, she took it a step further. What is self investigation? 
I think we're going to cover that on the next episode. I like that. We're going to go on the next episode. We're going to leave right there. Self-investigation. For now, I hope as we've realized through ourselves, just this, this, this breakdown of what could be, what couldn't be, just what we need to get to is that honest truth. And that's all we're trying to get to on this podcast. Breakdown, lies, false, and truths that could be true, could not be true. All of that good stuff. Um, I hope we, I hope we made your day better. And thank you for listening to all that do listen. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you. We'll do another one Thursday. God willing. Y'all have a great day.